Live action. This is the MMA Takes <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> with your host, Brian Petrie. Brian strapped up, strapped daddy, Christian Costello in the place. Before I dress, the double champ, champ champ over here, we're missing a member. Timbo was going to be on about an hour ago. He texted us. His girlfriend is having some pains. They're going to the hospital. I think everything's going to be fine. Give your well wishes to Timbo, but he couldn't be here. I know this is killing him because that guy's a fucking sharp, and he wanted to give these picks. Maybe we'll give his picks. You know, We'll tweet him out. Go follow him on Twitter, Temptatious10. Now, let's address the elephant in the room. Christian's got a glorious bird hat on. He's got a real belt in a fake belt. I believe you've defended it twice. Is that correct, uh, sir? I don't know if I'm a three-time champ. I'm gonna have to buy another belt if I have. You might I have I've, to go buy. I think I've won it and defended it, but okay. So you did. You fend, you, so you won it and then defended it last time. Okay, it's been a while. We I only do the pay-per-views, obviously. Um, already we got Trend Daddy in here giving best wishes to Timbo and the lady. Timbo's gonna see this later. I know he is. Shout out Timbo Slice, my guy. Uh, so we got UFC 276. We got picks. We got how many fucking fights, CC? 13? 13 12. bangers? I think it's 13, huh? 12? Mm-hmm. Am I counting wrong? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. You are right. 12 fights, which I like better than the odd number, 13. I got to tell you. I got to tell you. My slime ball is going to be hot. Give that at the end of the show. Also, this screams to me. You know, and who am I? I'm a nobody. But screams to me as a parlay card. Feels like there's a lot of fights I feel so good about that I'm willing to go parlay heavy. What do you think about that, old stash boy? You opposite uh, me? Every every card every card is a parlay card for me. Okay. But, um, fair enough, yeah, fair enough. Some, you know, there's some spots here. I let's see. Flip you your papers over. Get your notes. Get your notes. Um, I mean, yeah, like some two spots. I don't know two about spots? many slimy three spots. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to, we're I mean, about look, to get, you can't, you can't trust a lot of these big favorites. <clears throat> you you can can't, you can't. Izzy's, Izzy's ballooned up a little too high. I love him, but he has ballooned up a little too high. We'll get to that fight at the end. I will say this. Okay. And this is, this is just a rhetorical statement. You don't need to come back. We'll get right into the first fight after this. If you pick against Izzy and Sean, Sugar Sean O'Malley. I will hang up on you, and I'll do the podcast solo, okay? Let's jump into the first fight. Jessica Rose Clark, minus 180 versus Julia. Oh, fuck. What's her name? Julia. Julia Storlenko, plus 155. Female fight. Um, Listen, Jessica Rose Clark went wrestle-heavy in uh, two fights ago. She visited D.C. She got a lot of shit for it. I go, oh, Jessica Rose Clark's going to win her next fight, right? She goes against Stephanie Egger. You know, where's the wrestling at? Gets armbarred in the first round. Edgar is a, is, a, is a good fighter, though. She did beat Jocelyn Edwards, who I think is a good fighter as well. Storylanko has an armbar. That's literally all she has. Jessica Rose Clark coming off an armbar. We got in the chat, stole by sub. I love that play. However, even though I'm a value boy, I'm going chalk with the female fight. Minus 180. I think Julia Rose Clark is going to keep this on the feet. I think her anti-wrestling is going to be the, the play here. But listen, uh, you're coming off an armbar loss. Storylenko's got an armbar. You know, 
anything can happen. I bet that prop is juicy. Wanting us to take it. I got it right here. Um, something just fell. I don't know what that was. Um, Julius Sterlenko by submission plus 400. Get four on your money. That makes it move. Christian, who you got here in this, uh, the first fight of the night, babe? <clears throat> well, I mean, it doesn't seem like it should be that hard. Uh, Stolyarenko's numbers are abysmal. You could just, I'm not even going to read them because it'll make me sick to my stomach. Sick. Just go to UFC, go to UFC stats. <laughs> just take a read from them. Like the way they stack up, like I, I, nobody's watching any tape. I mean, I don't watch any tape anyways, but I doubt Shameful. anybody's watching much tape on this. Clark makes horrible decisions. Just, just is always making terrible decisions. And that's really all Stolyarenko could hope for. I know I keep hearing about this arm bar and it's like, yeah. oh, she has so many arm bars for sure. people I respect. Yeah. The last time she armbarred somebody was Tell Miriam uh, Nunashvili uh-huh. in Kings of Kings eighty, and that girl was two. And that girl was two and four. Guess what she? Guess so, what her record is right now? One and thirteen. Miriam, one and thirteen. <laughs> one and thirteen right now. Hell of an armbar so, this girl's got. No UFC wins by Storolenko. But Rose said, Clark can get armbarred, bro. I was going to say, that being said, after I just trashed Oliarenko for being terrible and Clark making bad decisions, for whatever reason, I think she's going to make that bad decision here. Um, Stolyarenko's <clears throat> fine just getting beat up for the entire fight. She takes more than twice as many shots as she gives. So give me Stolyarenko here. I have no Wow, dog shot that. early for CC. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. couple, yeah. probably a year or so ago when Tyra Woodley was still a UFC fighter, he would comment on Jessica Rose Clark's Instagram quite frequently. A lot of squat videos with her ass and everything like that. What do you think it is that, or what's the percentage that Tyron Woodley, you know, bang Jessica Rose Clark? I don't know. Just Jessica Rose Clark, like milk chocolate, dark chocolate. She likes, I mean, she she is a, I think she's very beautiful. I'm a tattoo man myself. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, Tyron Woodley, though, was, was, he was coming in hot on those fucking Instagrams, and T. Wood had a lot of money back in the day, this is right when he was getting divorced for his wife, I'm just trying to throw it out there, you know, maybe they had a thing, maybe they didn't, maybe, you know, he wrote a song about her, I've only heard one song, I'll beat your ass, I don't think that's about her, I hope it's not about her, because that's a, that's a man beating a female, but, he wrote the remix, remix to her, I'll eat your ass, I'll eat your ass, that was about (laughs) her, Shawn Michaels song, Don't Sleep On Her. I love it. Hello, you handsome fellas. Good luck this weekend. Thick Diaz OG. Got a shout out to my guy here. What's up, Brian? What's up, man? What's up with the what's up? All right, so we are split on that. Now, my <clears throat> now my card is a little different than if you're following along topology. I'll go the topology way in case you're following along that way. Jessica I, who is blah, 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 plus 220 versus Macy Barber, who is minus 260. Another female fight here. Uh, how do you cap this fight? Because I got a pretty strong lean on this one, bud. I'm not very excited for this fight. I was going to be, it's going to be an old school Sharapova versus, God, I don't even know who, some other tennis player used to yell a lot. Nice. Um, You know, Macy Barber has looked a little bit better, better than I expected oh, wait, coming baby. back from her injury. Um, Jessica, I, I think... You know what you're going to get out of her. Um, obviously, she's fought better competition, but she really has been subpar lately. Uh, yeah. The one that really stands out for me, uh, God, it was right at the beginning of COVID. Who did she fight? Um, 
I have to give. I'll just pull up it on Tapology. Pull up on Tapology, bro. Take your time. Uh, yeah, Jennifer Maya. I guess I learned the beginning of COVID. Here we go, evil. Here we go. Here we go, evil. Here we go. I saw. I saw watching (laughs) something about that today. I was just like, oh my god. Why, Jessica? Why? Ohio people love their chance. O H I O. Here we go, evil. Here we go. She's a OG uh, OnlyFans girl too. Jessica I is yeah. she? I guess yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not really. Uh, you know, I don't pay for OnlyFans, and if I did, it wouldn't be for Jessica I. I'll say that. Now, I'm. There's probably somebody that listens to this podcast that does. So DM one of us and tell us. Well, why. you can find it on Reddit. I've seen some of her pictures oh, I don't on Reddit. See it. Yeah, oh, yeah, she charges a lot it. of money. Apparently, that's what the Reddit guys are saying. Hey. She charges way too much. I'm like, if people are paying for it, let her get her fucking bag. I wouldn't pay yeah. for it, but do what you. But we need a fight pick here, Christian. Fight. This is fairly yeah, easy. Think, you're, you're. This is a I, softball. I think Barber's. I don't. It's this. This is a bad line. It should be a little bit closer. Sure. I think Barber will win take the Take the dog. Take the dog. Yeah. I. No, I'm not taking the dog. Take. I'll take the minus two seventy <laughs> favorite. <laughs> you can have big knees. No. An Ohio girl. She's she is an Ohio girl, and unfortunately, I just despise her. I don't like her. She's not from Cincinnati, thank God. She's from Cleveland. Um, I just, I, I, I think, I, I just don't like her mental. I don't like. I mean, she lost a lot of credibility with me wearing that bulletproof vest. It said bulletproof, and she got KO'd by Shalenko, uh, which is no shame because Valentina is the best in the world. But that's bad. She hasn't really, she hasn't won a fight since 2019. She's tough to get out of there. She's durable. She's good everywhere. She's 16 and 10, though. I think Macy Barber's the future. I can't fade the future. I think Macy Barber's look good against the Maverick. Oh, shut up. Oh, shut up what? You think she's the future? Did you do that on purpose? Uh, what? That's her nickname. Is it the future? I, I didn't do that on purpose. Oh, I know Ian Ga- I know Ian Gary's the future. That's his nickname, too. I wanted him to change it to Daisy. But, no, I think she's the future at 125. I think she's going to fight for the belt one day. Jess Guy is not going to fight for the belt one day. Uh, so with that, I'm going bit Barbara. The only thing I agree with you on, you took your fucking sweet time breaking this dumb fight down. The only thing I agree with on though is the line is a little off. Minus two sixty is too much. Jessica is a vet. She's been in there. She's gonna be tough to finish. I see Macy cruising the decision. I think a decision play here is smart. What's up, boys? What's up, Pete? Good old Pete. Keep your money in the local economy. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, I got to go against Ohio here. Um, I just don't like Jessica. I all right, moving on. Yeah, Fight. What's the, what's go the ahead. Five one three. Is that that's, that's the Cincinnati it. area kill, baby? Okay. I just saw. Yeah, I saw Mike talk about Yeah, it. babe. Uh, next up, Uriah Hall, who is a plus two forty five dog, substantial dog versus Andre Munez, who is a minus two ninety five favorite. Now let me break this fight down. I'm excited about this fight. So, Munez, I think, is special. Special on the ground. He's a special dude. He's a big guy from 185. Stand up really rough, right? Chin, uh, it's there, but his defense is not. Uriah Hall obviously can hit very hard. However, Uriah Hall has struggled with guys on the ground in the past forever ago. But he's never been submitted. He's 17 and 10, has never been submitted. But I looked at his record, and I'm like, besides shoe face, which was a very close split decision, he's never really fought anybody with the level of Munez on the ground. I think Munez is a specialist here. And uh, I think Uriah Hall just starts too slow. He's too patient, which I think works well when you're going against a striker because you want to set your openings up. But if you give Munez 15 minutes to keep double shotting you, taking you down, how good is your takedown defense? And I think if it hits the ground, it's over. Uh, and I'm saying that if by a veteran Uriah Hall who's never been submitted before. So I'm taking Munez here. I'm taking him by sub. 
Uh, what is a sub prop? I bet it's not as juicy as I want it to be, but the sub prop is going to be, I got it right here on uh, Andre Munez by submission minus 120. So that I, I wanted a plus number there. Um, but I, you know, I can't get there. So, I mean, minus 295 again, inside the, I, distance. Inside the distance. I think uh, that's a parlay that's piece under two and a half rounds or a round and a half, whatever that I listed at. I think that's another round and a half plus over one and a half plus 120. I mean, I like that too. Cause I think, I think it might come late either way. I like Munez here. Minus 295 does scare me off a little bit, but you put him in with a parlay here. He's not a slime ball candidate. He will not be in the slime ball, but you know, I, I just think he rolls here. I'm confident in it, man. Christian, go ahead and tell me I'm crazy and you're going to take the dog. Oh, okay. So slow on the really. feet. He's right. Hall fights super timid these days. He's going to get another right. arm bar. A lot of, lot of, lot of people Probably on Munez right. here, babe. Yeah, that kind of scares me that everybody is on the same page as you and I are. Um, everybody said it really good. When it comes to... I mean, obviously Hall could knock him out. I really like that under two and a half at minus three thirty. You like the under, okay, okay. Under two and a half, under two, and a half. two and a half, or or fight won't start round three or doesn't go the distance. Okay, I want to give it a little extra time. Uh, I definitely don't think this one will go. I do. I could see Muniz possibly getting a knockout here. It'd probably be on the ground, ground and pound. You know, just something from the top, club and sub, whatever. Okay, something like. One of those sort of situations. I'm also very confident. I, I wasn't sold on him before, but I think what I've seen out of him, I know somebody said he's slow on the feet. Well, it's not going to matter because this fight's not going to take place on the feet. Right. Um, he, he goes for takedowns. He isn't the best at getting them, but he's pretty persistent about it. Uh, I like him too. Yeah. I, what's his? What's he at right now? Minus 300. So that's on my shoe. Yeah, I had a minus 295. Got those about a couple hours ago. So I'm sure the move, okay. move's coming up. I'm looking at oh, his yeah, losses. I've never really looked at his losses. He's got some ugly losses early in his career, way back in Brazil. Um, and then he's got Asmat Morazikov, who's in the UFC. He got knocked out round one by him. And other, that was back in 2016. Hasn't lost since 2016. KO, armbar, armbar. Uh, <clears throat> he's got uh, finishes in the UFC, except except one fight. Every ever fight has been by armbar. That's his go-to. Armbarring, Jacare, and breaking it. If you can do that on the ground with a guy like him, then you can fucking yeah. submit Uriah Hall, who again has never been submitted, but besides shoe face, has never really fought anybody that's good to take him down and, and really look for these submissions. So I'm, I'm confident so in that. that. Go ahead. You're so sick of hearing that. Every week, somebody's never been subbed, never been knocked out. Yeah. He's never won a decision, never lost a decision. Sure. We see one every single week. So I don't care about that. I, I think I'll sub him. Well, you need to care about that because. Uh that's going to come into play during the co-main event. All right, next up, we got Brad Tavares. This is another interesting fight for me. I'm kind of into this fight. Plus 120 versus Drekus Duplessis. He is a minus 140. I have studied Drekus Duplessis, seen every single one of his fights possible because he was supposed to fight Chris Curtis. That fight got taken away. Unfortunately, I thought it had been a banger of a fight. He's been out for a little bit. He's undefeated in the UFC. 16-2. South African stud. Good-looking guy. Fighting the old vet and Tavares here. Christian, what do you like here? Uh, again, I got a strong take on this fight as well. So uh, give me what you think, babe. This is going to be the first time I say this probably a go. lot of times tonight. I really like this fight. Uh, yep. I preferred Drugis Duplessis. Duplessis. Uh, previous fight the one that got canceled well, actually there's two of them because he was going to fight chris then he was going to fight uh calvin gastelum yeah so the gossip like fight right of those. that fight got canceled um, like day of or something right like didn't get canceled very very quick or like right next I, to i can't remember but go I, ahead sorry yeah i think so um 
Yeah, this is uh, it's an interesting one. I love that uh, Duplessis wants to be the first African champion uh, in the UFC. It's one of my favorite quotes well, of, uh, all of last year. We should have nominated <laughs> that for post-fight news conference of the year. I was going to say, there's, there's th currently three African champions, but okay, Duplessis. I got no, you. He wants to be the first. The, the first, first. The first one. Champion. Right. First yeah, South African, the, maybe. Yeah, sure. No, African. Okay. Those guys are from the United States. So, huh. Or from in, France. In, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Actual African. That's gotcha. I'll, I'll pull up the, I'll pull it up. I'll I believe you. I believe you. Uh, yeah. But other than that, I think just as the style matchup goes, that Shabazian KO for Tavares is quite concerning in this yeah. fight. Um, I think obviously Shabazi is really disappointed since then. And who knows? Duplessis could be better. Um, but in terms of styles, it's at that point, this is too wild. Skynet's on fire. It. Excuse me. JP Bay's best African fighter. I can't, you know, that <laughs> cuck, that cuck is fucking dynamite. Uh, that was a fire comment. All right, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, you know, Tavares is one of those guys good at everything, kind of great at nothing, just an all rounder. Yep. Um, <sighs> You know, he's not much of a finisher, and he's fighting a guy that has only ever finished or been finished. Mm. Um, I don't think that works to his favor because I think his durability is in question. I don't think he can outlast the future first African champion. So give me Joytus Duplessis. And obviously, uh, by finish. By finish, uh, yeah. And yeah, I I think a sub might be live here too. Yeah, uh, I, I like it by finish as well. I like Duplessis. He is my... First slime ball candidate. This is a guy that I think is talented. I think is tough. You look at his losses, man. His losses, he was it was a dog fight with those losses. He didn't get steamrolled at all. He was in those fights. He didn't get flatlined or whatever. He got clipped and he came back and then just happened to lose fights. This guy's legit. He's he's good. It's pretty crazy that Brad Tavares is 34 years old. He's been in the UFC since 2010. I remember back in the Ultimate Fighter days, just this rough, tough Hawaiian kid, you know, Hawaii. And, uh, you know, they breed him different in Hawaii, and, and, he, and he's durable, and he's only 34, and he's been in the UFC forever. And uh, he's a stud. Listen, he goes out there, he's going he's gonna to give good fights. I mean, he fought Izzy to a decision when Izzy was knocking everybody out. Sometimes his, his chin shows up, and other times it doesn't. It's very weird. But Chris Curtis does train with Tavares and tells me this is like team leader, team captain. Uh, everyone surrounds him. Everyone loves him. He's going to be in shape. It's gonna, he's going to want to go three rounds, but you're right. The Shabazian fight, other fights where big, powerful guys have caught him, scares me off. Um, I'm confident in Duplessis. I'm not confident necessarily in the KO because this tough Hawaiian chin could show up and we can get a decision or whatever. So I'm probably going to avoid props on this fight, but I do like Duplessis. He is my first slime ball candidate. Uh, he will be in the slime ball parlay. Uh, I oh, do that'll like. Be, that'll be nice and juicy. I know. I do like. I I got an extra slimy slime ball parlay. Stay to the end. Um, but yeah, I like Duplessis here. There was a guy that hit me up on Twitter. He gave me his slime ball. I wish I could find it. It was it's buried in my mentions. He said, "If you don't play this, you're a fucking idiot." It was like plus four fifty, but one of them was Duplessis, and I didn't originally early in the week when I made my slime ball. Duplessis was not in it, and then once that guy said that, I went. Let me take a second look here. This guy might be on to something. Uh, fight for not a good distance, minus 135. Yeah, I mean, that's a good play. Luke Lopez. Yo, 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 yo. Lukey Luke. All right, so. I had the, I had, oh, Cloud. I had the grease ball last week. Cloud. Hey, oh. What was your grease ball last week, your grease ball? It was, it was Morozov, Curtis, uh, Shopcott. And also, I won the $100 lock of the night challenge. I saw that. And I saw your name. I liked the. I liked the tweet. I saw your name pop up. That's dope. Yeah. Uh, I would have. I. I should have won my my slime ball. 
uh, Armin. Yep. Uh, I hit big on Chris. Three units on Chris, so I'm happy about that. And Chris looked good. But, man, Armin should have won that. 4-1 Armin. All right, next up, uh, we got Ian Gary, another guy I'm excited about. He is a minus 175 versus Gabe Green, plus 150. I lead the dance here with the Irishman. Now, Ian Gary, I said this in the naked floor, and his nickname's the future, which there's too many futures. He just got a daisy tattoo on his wrist because Conor McGregor, his idol, called him a beautiful daisy in his debut. I think this kid's good. He's arrogant. He's cocky. He got kicked out of his gym. People don't really like him. I've heard rumblings that people at Sanford MMA, you know, <clears throat> they go at a, him a little harder in training. And maybe that's making him good. His his last fight was was a little pedestrian. His UFC debut was fantastic. But Gabe Green's going to stand in front of him. Gabe Green has been knocked out before in the first round. I think Ian Gary jumps on him early here. I like his length. I like his power. Gabe Green, though, if you get him on that first round, he's got some well-rounded skills. He can make it ugly. He can take you down. He's a good plus number here if, if you like that at plus 150. He's a vet. He's looked good so far in the UFC. Only tough fights. Um, I mean, his only blemish in the UFC. Who did, who did he get... Uh, he got his head knocked around early in the UFC. Who was that against? Yeah, Dana Rodriguez, which was a decision. But he looked uh, he looked tough and he looked durable. Um, I like Ian Gary here. Again, I got KO written down. I think Ian Gary's going to KO him. I have him as a send him home candidate as well. But honestly, I like the line, minus 175. I think this kid's really, really good. Um, and I think this is a really good matchup. I think the UFC's doing him a favor by giving him Gabe Green. Gabe Green just coming off a fight himself against another big striker, UFC debutante, big, powerful striker. And Gabe got hit and shook a little bit, but he's a veteran. He came back and he won the fight because the other guy gassed. But I like Ian Garrier. He's not going to gas. Minus 175 and slime ball, slime ball cannon number two. Nice little no, low number right there, minus 175. I like it here. Let's see what the chat says. Green just got his eye back. Yeah, that's true. He's got his eyesight back. Um, you know, plus one fifty. I guess juicy. his depth perception was what was messed up. Which I'm like, dang, that's yeah. worse. I used to have bad vision, but I got terrible eyes. My depth perception is really good, though. I, I got to get eye tests, as you know, uh, every mm -hmm. two years or whatever for driving. And they always put that barn and or not the barn. They put something in front of you. Like which one's closer to your face? And I worked with a guy who just had no depth perception. He's like, when I go to those eye tests, I have no idea. Plus 225 KO for Gary. I like that, Trindaddy. Trindaddy, I like that. Plus 225, Ian Gary. Now, Christian, your turn to speak. Ruin the party by telling me you're taking Gabe Green, and I'm an idiot. Let's go. Okay, I will. You're an idiot. Um, I look, this is one that I went back and forth on. These last two, I was like, I could give reasons, and I sure. just had to dive more into it, and I'm like, okay, just wiki cap it real quick. And Do it. Uh, Green's resume, much more impressive. I think he's passed the eye test a lot better. Um, <laughs> he didn't pass the eye test for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Walked right in that one, bud. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Gary's very hittable. Like he stands tall. Like yeah. obviously tall me and defense comes along with that. He is tall. So of course he stands tall. Um, I am, I've never thought he was good. I don't like him. Wow. I probably am just a hater. Wow. Look who he's fought. I mean, this guy's out here fighting major delivery services drivers. Sure. That's, that's the type of guys he's going. I against. can't argue that. Yeah. He doesn't have the most impressive record. <laughs> I'm not going to argue that with you. And I don't think he's looked impressive in any of his fights in UFC. I've never watched any of his stuff from cage warriors or whatever, because I don't, I don't have time. I'm time. Um, <laughs> look, there's a lot of love coming in on Gary that the line's been moving. I don't get it. I don't think he's that good. Green's willing to get hit. He's willing to hit back after he gets hit. We don't know if Gary can take a hit or take a hit like Green's going to give him. 
I'm willing to find out. I, you know, Gary's got some intangibles in his favor, but I think he stinks. <laughs> when you bring out the S word, it makes me. You want to bet, bro? You want to bet? Yeah. All right. 20 spot, $20. Yep. We got a problem. I think we're going to have another one later in this card. We'll see. But uh, Ian Gary, I'm going to write down Christian owes me 20 bucks because <laughs> it's already going to happen. So you're taking Gabe Green. And uh, yeah, that's going to be a good fight. That's an interesting fight. To me, again, <laughs> Jay Crawl, Gary stinks. <laughs> Ugh, you guys are questioning my own eyes here. I don't think he stinks. His cage wars record. That's how bad they were. His his cage war record uh, up until his final two fights, were, he, he fought he fought truck drivers. But I mean, he did. But I think the kid, especially, got out of Ireland was, was the best thing that happened to him. Got out of Ireland, went to Stanford. He's he's training with the best of the best. People are raving about him, even if they don't like him. Uh, I think he's good here. Uh, this is a long mess here. I think Gary wins, but him being a counter striker scares me against Green, who will be pushing hard. Being the shorter fighter, if Gary has a cage, it could get bad. Excellent breakdown there. Um, I just I like the taller fighter in this spot here. I just do. I think he's gonna pick him apart. And I think he's gonna catch Gabe Green. Um, and I'm gonna get I'm gonna collect my twenty dollars from Christian. All right, next up, Donald Cowboy Cerrone versus Jim Miller. This fight came together kind of last minute. Cowboy Cerrone plus one seventy, Jim Miller minus two hundred. Battle of the fucking legends. I'm glad they kept Cerrone around. Joe Lowe's on the you know the whole weird knee thing. They didn't want to rebook it because they thought it was cursed. Let's hope this fight goes through. Um, is that 170 because they're both taking on short notice and Cowboy doesn't want to cut the 155 again? Can't blame him. Uh, Christian, what do you think about the old vets going out of here? Jim Miller, I think coming off back to back knockout wins. Am I am I wrong? I am right. And Donald Cerrone feels like he hasn't won a fight in 10 years. When's the last fight he won? Fuck me, dude. You're oh, digging. I Al I Quinto 2019 is the last fight he won. He had a no contest over uh Nico Price. I believe that it was, was a, a it was majority decision. It was a majority decision. And I think yeah, it was a majority fouled him a bunch of times and then popped for weed. I believe. Is that what it was? Okay. I think so. Yeah. Somebody probably will know. But channel. he he hasn't won a fight since 2019. It's been a while. He is fighting pretty good guys, although I wouldn't really put Alex Morono as like a high-level guy. Uh, it, it, but other than that, he's been fighting some pretty good dudes here. Jim Miller again, fighting kind of newcomers though. He's not fighting like the best of the best either. He's fighting guys that are coming in that are, that are right off the fucking street. Uh, interesting fight breakdown here. Who do you like? Tell me why. Give it to me. Man. Cowboy used to be at one point. He was my favorite fighter. Um, that ship has sailed just like his ship has sailed. <sighs> I he's mean, your Colorado he boy. Be, he, uh, yeah. He's from Denver. I'm from Connecticut, though, actually, but lived here forever. Um, I, I'm just looking at Cowboy's record. I think that he might be the fighter I've, that's probably my most profitable fighter because I bet he get like the first fight, the first MMA fight I remember betting legally was uh, Gaethje Cowboy. Oh wow, and that's not that long I ago. I bet against I bet against Cowboy every single time since then. I remember Morono was one of my first podcasts. Yeah. That I did. Picked against him there. I was all over Cowboy in that fight. I thought I was like, "There's no way Cowboy's losing to Morono," and he got fucking smacked <laughs> yeah. around. Yeah, his. I mean, his chin is. I think his chin is gone. Sure, uh, it's completely gone. And look, Miller's coming off two knockouts. Um, the few things I have listened to this week, I hear this thing about, "Oh, it's at 170." You're acting like these guys are like completely different size. Like, yeah, Cowboy will weigh like maybe five, ten pounds more, but it's not going to be in his. Not going to be in his brain. Are you saying I acted like that? 
Okay. No, no, oh. no, no. But I think I've only listened to two podcasts this whole week. So, um, and I listened to Anik and Florian on Monday morning. So that's, I forget about it by this time. Uh, look, I don't have any question here. Jim Miller's going to win. I like, I guess Cowboy has these intangibles, you know, that Jim Miller's Lyme disease, Jim Miller gases after round one. Jim Miller's looked great after round one for the past couple of years. If anything, I think that Lyme disease will be less impactful at 170. He should roll here. Look, Cowboy is fragile. He's shown it. Jim Miller hits harder than Nicholas Mata does, or, or that's who he, he knocked out. Whoever, I bet, you know, Alex Morono, like Jim Miller can hit just that hard. Yeah. I, this is, I don't think it's that difficult. Sony's just that washed. He is that W are completely washed. And I, I hope he keeps fighting because I'll keep making money on him. All right. Good breakdown there by Christian. And I got one too. I mean, how do you go against Cowboy in this spot at plus 170? Uh, it's a rematch. Cowboy kicked his head off his shoulders a million years ago when they were different fighters. Jim Miller's beaten Nicholas Mottis, beaten fucking Eric Gonzalez. Cool, 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 cool. Now, do I think Cowboy's elite right now? Of course not. Jim Miller does have power. And I like Jim Miller a lot. I like Cowboy a lot. I don't want to see either guy take punishment, but that's not how they fight. These boys are going to get in there and they're going to fucking scrap. I think Jim Miller, if he's smart, he's going to he's gonna open it up, try to get to the ground. Cowboy's good on the ground, but Jim Miller's lights out on the ground. It's going to be a bloody scrap, and we'll see who has the most cardio at the end. Cowboy's been in camp for the lows on. Jim Miller hasn't. You're giving me plus 170 on Cowboy. I'm good to take it. Give me the Cowboy. Um, even though I, I, I generally, as kind of an old grumpy guy, and I love the legends of the sport, and I do think there should be a legends division, I necessarily don't like watching these fights because I I just don't want to see these guys get hurt. You know, I'm, I'm a softy. These guys have done it all. Like, you know, Cowboy wants to get to 50 fights, and then he wants to be done. He's like three away. Jim Miller had Lyme disease, right? Like the guy's like fucking got ticks in his fucking coming out of his dick. Like the guy, both these guys could retire and they'd be, they'd be okay. But I'm actually excited for this fight. This is a fight that I'm looking forward to because I do think it's going to be action packed. Really good booking by the UFC here, but give me cowboy at the dog number. I fucking love it. Okay. Next up a fight. Probably next to nah, the final three fights are probably more. Nah. Well, anyway, it doesn't matter. There's a lot of good fights on this fucking card. Brad Riddell. Yeah, very good. Brad fucking Riddell, uh, excuse me, plus 130, fighting Jalen Turner, minus 150. This is the hardest fight for me to predict here because I said it on the end of Florian. I love the dog number on Riddell. Riddell is the more experienced kickboxer. He literally has a YouTube video out explaining to shorter fighters how to fight taller guys. Like, this guy has sparred everyone. He's, he's, he used to coach a lot of these elite strikers in the UFC. It's coming off a loss to uh, to Vaziv, where I thought he looked uninspired, and then he looked great. He came off a knockout loss with a sick wheel kick. Very competitive fight, but I just thought it was just like maybe he got kind of caught in the headlights. Jalen Turner, this guy's on fire right now. I think this kid's the tops. I think he's going to be an elite guy eventually. My only knock on him, and the reason I never picked him, and the reason I've been fading him for so long is because I thought he had a fucking chin problem. He got knocked up by Zinte Luque. He's been buzzed in other fights, but I thought he had a chin problem. And then I watch him in Atlanta, get grounded and just bully balled by Matt Frivola. And I'm like, this guy's just no good, right? And then he's reeling off these victories and he's taking it seriously. And everyone in that Southern California campus saying, this kid's legit. So I made a promise to myself 
that I would not fade Jalen Tanner. So I got to keep that promise. I'm going to take him here at minus 150. But boy, oh boy, am I not confident about it. And I think this, there's no way this fight goes to the decision. I think someone's getting finished here. Um, I'm taking Jalen Turner at minus 150, but I am not confident. I repeat, not confident, Christian. I'm not, I'm confident. not confident. <laughs> <laughs> <A> little sound <laughs> <laughs> this this. this one. I got this one for you. I, I've been trying to get Dog the Bounty Hunter in it because he, he's my spirit animal. Um, and I wanted to do something with the theme song. So when I, when I pick a dog... I was going to play this, and this is the only one I can find. It's not that great, but tell me what you think because I'm pretty sure he's your father. Hello? Okay, this is dog. <laughs> Did you hear it? <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> Hello? Okay, this is dog. That's him on the phone answering a goddamn phone call. I wanted this one where he's like, I don't know, he's explaining like who he is, and they're like, gun, do you carry, dog, do you carry a gun? He's like, yeah, I carry a gun. Her name's Beth. And it's his fucking wife who RIP she died. So I couldn't everybody hear. knows who everybody Yeah, knows I couldn't do that. But I'm I'm uneasy about this fight, picking this fight. This is to me is a very, very tough fight to pick. Um, and just because I'm uneasy, I'm a face your fears kind of guy, right? Not really, but I am. I'll put money on Jalen Turner. I don't give a fuck. So tell me who you like there, Christian. Oh, you wanted to bet? Uh it's gonna be too, it's gonna be too bad because I'm not changing my pick. What was Look, that? Jalen Turner doesn't have the best strength of schedule, but he's been in there with Vicente Luque. Um, been in there with Brock Weaver. Brock Weaver, I mean, that kills dogs, loses fights. Jamie Malaki, though, he's your. Uh, I'm sounding like John Anik now. Jamie Malaki, he's your, he's your guy. You love you some Jamie Malarkey. Yeah, when he's fighting Kama Worthy, but <laughs> Jalen Michael plus two fifty. Mike Sloman's got all the fucking. I'm late, but I'm here. Let's go, BP Jesse Alonzo. That's my guy. Hey, what up? Beth had those heavies of heavies. God yeah. damn, did Beth have those heavies? I just actually looked because I was looking the the the, the sound bites. I looked at pictures of Beth because I'm like, man, poor Beth died. She's very young, you know. And man, dude, their tits are her whole body. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, Beth with those heavies. Man, Beth was great. All right, so I'm, I apologize for the Beth talk. Uh, who do you like in this spot? Yeah, so Riddell might have videos of how to fight yeah. taller fighters. I'm not okay. sure if he's talking about eight-inch taller fighters okay. in the same weight class. Get him. Get him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm i pretty high on Jalen Turner. Okay. I, I think I actually picked against him last time, and I was like, that's you did. You, you, that's what I'm saying. Jamie yeah. Malaki was your guy. You went, you, but I yeah. think you're like, I owe him one because he got, he got worthy out of there. For yeah. Me. Yeah. He's, I mean, yeah, he's been good to me. But look, I mean, Jayla Turner has all, I mean, just all the intangibles to be able to do it. I think, I mean, if this fight were to go to the grounds, I think Turner has a like giant advantage down there. Um, I, just having my notes, like he has to avoid the pocket because I mean, and that's just a product of how good Riddell is there and yeah. the product of that size difference. If he sure. gets inside there, I mean, that neutralizes all of Turner's advantages. I just, I just like Turner to be able to keep that distance. I, I really think he's that good. I, I think Riddell's amazing. I just, or I think Riddell's really good, but I think Turner is that. I think, I think he's special, and I think a lot of people agree. I don't know what the line's at right now. This one's been moving a lot. Has, yeah. yeah, minus one fifty, minus one forty. Yeah, <laughs> stay in the stay yeah. in the same, stay in the same on DraftKings for I, me. I probably wouldn't parlay Turner. No, I just just straight, I just straight bet straight play him. I'll guys. straight play him as well. Um, yeah, Brad Riddell's gonna have to come out. He's got to kick. He's got to kick Jalen Turner's legs. He had to kick him up. Jalen Turner 
He is a big, tall, lanky, lanky guy. He fights well from the outside, but he also fights pretty well on the inside. You're right. He has a big advantage on the ground, but Brad Riddell does really well getting off the ground. He's hard to hold down. He's got good cardio. And the one thing I said on the Anakin Florian podcast where I think reigns true is he's been in camp with Volkanovski, similar size. He's been in camp with, with Izzy, who I know they, they probably don't train that much, but Izzy is tall. Um so he's going to be sharp. This is going to be the sharpest we've seen him. His whole team's over here. He's not flying to the United States by himself. think that's going to matter. Plus 130, man. The value's there on Brad Riddell for sure. But again, I just, I'm just i not going to fucking go over my thing. Danny Betts, this dude's my guy. This is my guy right here. Met him in Ohio. Turner by sub, plus yeah. 800. Eight to one. And money line he likes. Turner by sub is worth a sprinkle. It's worth a sprinkle, sprinkle for sure. Love this fight. Fight's a banger. Yeah. When they announced it, Absolutely. you or Timbo shared it in our chat, and I'm like, that's a fucking cracker. Cracker of a fight. This whole main card's a cracker. Let's get into the main card. Pedro Munoz, plus 245. God, that's a big number. Sugar Sean O'Malley, minus 295. Sugar Show is the favorite here. He's my guy. Uh, I've already given this pick out, so people obviously know where my money's at, but I want to hear Christian break this one down. Christian, let us have it. All right. You want me to break this down like Sean O'Malley's stilts <sighs> that he has for legs? I'm not, I'm not going to tolerate that. that let me, just give, you, tolerate that let me just give you Munoz's uh, last three fights, the amount of leg kicks he landed. Not even attempted, landed. 19, And those fights, how many did he win? 40. <clears throat> and those fights, how many did he win? Well, those guys have real <laughs> legs, not stilt legs. How many win? Yeah. <sighs> Um, that's 106 leg kicks. Oh, <clears throat> to be 35. Yeah, it's about 35. Um, but you know, I like to do them like that. Sure. But sure. If you can't beat 2022 version of Dom Cruz, you are not beating 2022 version of Sean O'Malley. Right. Not a fucking chance. Look, I know those legs are weak. He gets a lot of shit for it, but he is so much faster. His striking is so much better. He knows, like, he doesn't need me to tell him that Pedro Munoz threw 106 light kicks. He's got mm -hmm. people telling him that. He knows that. And I'm sure yeah. they're training for it. Um, he hits harder than people think just because that, I mean, because he was dribbling his basketball in between punching that Mutino guy. Otherwise, he's been able to finish people pretty consistently through his career. So I wish I wanted to bet against you on this, but I think O'Malley rolls here. This is queued up. I mean, yeah. This is this is rich man's Dom Cruz that he's fighting, and he already he already lost to Dom Cruz. Yeah. So, yep. Give me we got, uh, we got give me the sugar show. Skynet also. Skynet's been firing the chat all night. Munoz by leg yeah. kick KO hurts my heart. Yeah. <laughs> O'Malley out of Sonic parlay. Danny Betts giving out some fire free bets. O'Malley by sub fourteen hundred lock. He's sub a Munoz. <laughs> Literally, no, hold on. What, what, King Deuce. This fucking guy, hail marries it. I hope that hits. I will have the balls to play it. That guy has way bigger balls than me. I want the balls to play. It. But yeah, listen. Um, <clears throat> I'm not betting Jalen Turner straight either. I'm parlaying with Izzy plus 105. Ooh, That's on okay, get Look that plus. And we catch plus money tickets over here, babe. Plus money tickets. Um, listen, uh, Kenny Florian bodied me on breaking this down on the Anakin Florian. He absolutely murdered. I went first, kind of did my whole sh show and dance about how I'm a sugar show guy and biased or whatever. Kenny bodied me. Kenny broke it down perfectly. Sugar's footwork's too good. He's too fast. He's too big. It's not a good matchup for Munoz. Munoz has fought to who's who. And as a Sugar fan, I got to keep asking the same questions. Am I worried about the leg kicks? Of course I'm worried about the leg kicks. But I'm actually worried that Munoz is finally going to wake up in his head and be like, 
I should get this for the ground. You know what I mean? That's where he came from. He came from jiu-jitsu. He's very good at jiu-jitsu, but he likes to box. He trains with the Brazilian boxing team. He likes to stand up. His arms are this long. His arms are literally this long. This is to scale how long Pedro Munoz's arms are. And Sean O'Malley's a big 135-er, cracks really hard. I'm. I, I, this is slime ball cannon number three for me. I like Sean O'Malley in this spot here. Minus 295 is not something I'm running the play. I like him by finish, too. I hope he's the first guy to win by, win by knockout. Win by KO is only plus 150. So Vegas is Vegas is seeing it the way we're seeing it. They're seeing like Sean O'Malley can knock this dude out. Um, but, you know, I don't know if he can. Pritchard Munoz has been hit by a lot of guys. And Danny Bet said it best in the in the chat. If O'Malley can finish him, this is a huge statement. This is a, this is an I'm here Munoz statement. Out too. Yeah, I mean, Munoz can knock him out, too. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. But, but, you know, you, you can parlay props with... Uh, you, you can't. Not with money. money not, not right now. I'm not there <laughs> yes, yet. I'm not, I'm not there yet, Christian, okay? Uh, here we go. We got O'Malley by sub. would be crazy if it happens. It absolutely would. He got your back there. There was nothing you could do. It happens. Uh, oh, but we've seen some crazy things happen. Shit, I had Chris Curtis by decision plus 100. Yeah, Chris Chris Curtis by decision. That was something that I, that, uh, I wish I played. I was too worried. I just played him straight up. But that's something that I that I float around out there. Um, I like O'Malley by KO plus 150. I wish I was getting a better number. I'm definitely going to play that because I'm rooting for Sean to win by KO for the simple fact that it's going to be incredible because Munoz has been in there with some elite guys. And that would put Sean at the elite status. Um, minus 295 money line. Again, Kind of high again. If you're fucking, if you're a shark and you're hunting dogs, and, and this is coming from a guy who's going to bet Sean O'Malley and bet him by knockout, put him in a parlay. Uh, Pedro Munoz at plus two forty five is a, is a good look. But go listen to Anakin Florian because I said Kenny Florian absolutely fucking body that breakdown. Uh, technically, just he just served it up. All right, next up, Robbie Lawler, another kind of fun fight here. Minus one seventy versus Brian Barberina. Excuse me, minus 120, not 170. Brian Barberina, plus 100. Um, yeah, I go here. I, I go with the uh, with, with the older timers here. Listen, Robbie Lawler, I thought, looked pretty good against Nick Diaz. I know Nick Diaz was worse. It was 185. He looked fat. He looked, But he threw like 8,000 strikes. Robbie Lawler just literally was preparing to cut the 70, took it on the chin. Oh, we're doing 85. Like He just didn't care. He just wanted to fight. Yes, he's 40 years old, but he's going against Brian Barberina, who... It's a punching bag. I saw him fight live in Ohio. He didn't win that fight against Matt Brown. And I thought that, you know, or I think and I know that every time Brian Barberina fights, come the end of second round, third round, he completely gasses out. He'll desperately try for takedowns. Robbie Lawler's not gassing out. Robbie Lawler's been five hard rounds. He's in shape. He's ready. He wants to fight again this year. He's motivated right now. I think uh, Robbie Lawler buzzsaws through Brian Barberina. Does that mean he's going to knock him out? I don't know. Brian Barberina has a really good chin. I, I have KO written down. I think it'd be fun if Robbie fucking just KO'd him and, and, and got back on track because I love Ruthless Bob Lawler. But uh, give me Robbie Lawler at minus 120. I thought this line would be a lot wider. I love Robbie Lawler at 120. That is something that I loved. Fox that sneaks in. That was worst. Seamus Murphy. Here we go. Bob fucking Lawler. That's right. Bob Lawler ready for some violence. Christian, how do you see this fight, Bebe? Man, I... I was gonna bring up the line, but you beat me to it. I know this is an absolutely massive step up of competition for Robbie Lawler, like massive. Sure. I mean, they're fighting Nick Diaz. That is as little of competition as you could possibly have in this day and age. So, when it comes, you to know, the fight, though, you know, he's fought other people besides Nick Diaz. I mean, this guy beat up Roy McDonald on the fights of a know, lifetime. I'll take any chance to burn Nick Diaz, especially <laughs> if Timbo was here. 
fucking Timbo, man, he lighted his computer on fire. Oh, man. I would, yeah, I would go right <laughs> Um, Yeah, it is a step up in competition. I don't know how much of one, really, though. Uh, Barbarina is a punching bag. So is Robbie Lawler. Um, the thing is, one of these guys hits hard, and one of these guys doesn't hit hard. I no. don't really know more there is to break down to it i don't think barbarina could have finished nick diaz in five rounds sure if it went that long yeah um robbie Miller had no problem doing it barbarina hasn't been even this not that i mean he's always been a punching bag but he still hasn't looked the same since that intestine leak or whatever he mm -hmm. had the, the belly rash i make fun of and you always correctly pointed yeah. out dude he had an yeah. intestine leak and i'm like dude he's got a yeah. farmer belly rash humping pigs <laughs> no, i'm sorry barbara yeah. barbarina ohio booed you we shouldn't have booed you sorry yeah, I don't. I mean, I have to check the over under because Barbarina can't finish anybody. So under, okay, they're thinking it'll go to decision. I, I don't know. I don't get it. I guess uh, Barbarina does have better output, but mm -hmm. when's the last time you saw them rewarding output, cage hugging? Uh, you well, know, they rewarded in Ohio because he didn't win that fight against Matt Brown. It was a close fight. I thought he won't. I thought he lost well, for sure. Yeah, I thought so too. But that was I. I'm just I'm say, let's say the last six months. I mean, you just think of, I always go back to Rob Font, Cheeto Vera, and there's been a few more of those where, was it Ketlin Vieira, Holly Holm, where you're seeing yeah. the bigger, more impactful strikes happen. Barbarina doesn't throw big or impactful strikes. So I, I see Lawler actually rolling here. I'm going to bet. Uh, yeah, I'm going to bet this one. Another free bet here by Alex Savoy. Lawler, Pereira, oh. O'Malley. Is this your boy? Alex Savoy, the one last week that was throwing down those, re or last month. Uh, I don't know. The guy that kept sending out his parlays. I don't know though. This yeah. is a decent little parlay. <laughs> this isn't the slime ball, but plus three sixty six is fucking. Like what do you like I about it? Oh, I know what you don't like about it. We'll get to it, <laughs> cocksucker. Uh, yeah, listen, we we you broke this down perfectly. I, I I think Brian Barberina can't finish anybody unless your name says Northcut. Um, has a good chin, but uh, again, Robbie Lawler. A lot of people forget that he looked good against Nick Diaz. He had crazy volume and he rolled a lot of punches. I know Nick Diaz looked like shit, but. Robbie, again, is an older guy and stepped in there with a lot of adversity. And, you know, I like uh, I, I like Robbie Lawler here big. I, I, this is a straight bet for me. KOs plus 380. I know Vegas is thinking it's going to go to the decision because Byron Barberina is tough. Robbie Lawler tends to, at least in the Diaz fight, he was throwing just a lot of pity patter punches to match Diaz as opposed to loading up. Um, I, I think plus 380 is worth a poke when you're Robbie Lawler. Uh, give me Lawler. We're Lawler all day. All right, now we're getting to the meat and potatoes. This is the meat, the meat, the Wagyu beef of this fucking card. Sean Strickland, minus 110. Alex Pereira, minus 110. Uh, I hate that you get to go first because you're going to shit all over my guy, Pereira. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Because I don't even want to talk because the, the, the Izzy fight isn't Wagyu beef. That's... Uh, rump roast or something what is he fire oh, no now you're now you're crossing lines i didn't think you cross all right you go first here give me your take all on right. why sean strickland's gonna win dead yeah, pick him in vegas dead pick him in vegas um yeah i it's definitely one i've gone back and forth on just throughout the last three or four days uh strickland is I'm just going to talk about 185. Sure, 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 sure. Do your thing. Do your thing. Do your I, thing. I, I think it's kind of irrelevant. Like, I just probably on your notes is all 170 stuff. No, I don't have anything on 170. Strictly. Okay. I wish you would have asked Chris Curtis, is he going to go to the ground or is he going to stand up? Because that would easily make my bet. But so, what I've seen. I'll answer that question when my breakdown. 
Yeah, I, I'll answer that question. I don't know. I haven't talked to Chris about it, but I go ahead. Okay, I don't want to hypothesize. All, all I think we can go off is is what we've seen. And Strickland doesn't go to the ground. Not not since he corrected his motorcycle. I don't know if his knee's not right still sure. or whatnot, but he stands, he bangs, he talks shit. You know exactly what you're going to get from this guy. I mean, mm -hmm. he hasn't done anything different in any of those fights. He can finish guys, still doesn't do it. Um, you know, he's... I don't. He's he's crazy. I think. Yeah, not. I mean, he's an absolute. That. He's an absolute fucking up, for sure. Yeah, so, I. This is a fighter fighting a kickboxer. Look, Pereira's beat a few people. The, this is the UFC wants this. It, it's weird wanting to bet against the UFC because it is plainly clear they have an unranked guy that they're going to give a title shot to sure. because they can sell it because this guy knocked out his. And you're literally like word for word what uh, what Strickland said at his press conference today. Okay, yeah, I don't watch that stuff either. <laughs> what do you watch, dude? Bird hats? Come I, on. I don't. I don't know. I like to go work on the yard. I don't like. Oh, uh, you're a yard guy. Stuff. I I hire oh, someone yeah. to do. I hire yeah. someone. Okay, I'm yeah. too busy in here doing this fucking research and fucking get my money right. <laughs> Let them cut the fucking grass, not me, bud. Go ahead, though. Go ahead. Tell I'm us not, why Strickland wins. Guy, I'm not that guy, pal. Tell us why Strickland wins. <laughs> um. Because Strickland wins decisions. That's what he does. Okay. I, I I think he gets close in. He I do think he clinches. I you know, I don't think he's gonna sit there and kickbox with a kickboxer. I think he's gonna fight him. Pereira has shown weaknesses in all of his fights. Uh I I wish Strickland would take him down. Strickland would be my mortal lock if I if you would have asked Chris and Chris said, Oh, he Oh, he's oh, taking him down for sure. He's double, right, right. he double legging him. Yeah, yeah. Uh Pereira did stand up well against uh Mikolitas. Uh, but that's Mikolitas. That guy stinks. Man, he's not good. No. Uh, I know you love Pereira. Uh, I just look, I, I know what the UFC wants, and I should put more stock into that because they, they obviously see that they're saying Pereira can beat Strickland. I, I just don't see it. I don't think he can finish him. And what Strickland does is win decisions. I can get that at plus 280 on FanDuel. I'm going to take it. That'll be like a, that's like a unit play on that one. Sure. That is crazy. Yeah, that's so, good. I mean, listen, we're talking good prices. That's a good price. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna fight you on that one. Well, I mean, that's crazy value because if he takes him down, he's gonna look like a minus two thousand after about a minute. Sure. But if he doesn't take him down, it's gonna be scary. Well, see, that's the thing is, so there's this this, this reality. Oh, Sean Strickland's gonna take him down. Listen, Sean Strickland's got a unique style. It's very. He doesn't have power. It's very aggressive. It's very in your face. His boxing is very clean. He's hard to hit. He does a kind of a lean back. Problem with that is he's fighting a guy that's very, very much taller than him now. Um, and that lean back's not going to do so well against a guy like Pereira. Now, the reason I like Pereira so much, I'm an Izzy guy, right? And, and him and Izzy hate each other. He beat Izzy twice in kickboxing. One time he knocked him out. But the reason I like him so much is because I'm a fan of the sport of MMA. I root for MMA and the UFC's over anything, over any fighter, right? Nothing, Nothing's bigger than the sport to me. And Pereira Izzy, the way the UFC can sell it makes sense, right? I know it's crazy that we're getting a guy that even beats Sean Strickland, though. I think maybe one more fighter, if they feed him in there right now, I can understand some complaints. But 185 right now is getting kind of recycled. You know what I mean? Marvin Torrey, that sloth-looking motherfucker can't get every title shot, right? So Pereira looks good against Strickland, which Strickland's hot right now. I think winner gets title shot for sure. Um, and the way they fight, like Strickland, everyone's like, oh, is he going to wrestle? Is he going to wrestle? I think Bruno Silva is a better fighter and a more dangerous fighter than Sean Strickland. Bruno Silva 
is bigger than Sean Strickland, hits harder. Sean Strickland, I think, has trickier boxing, has been in there with some better competition, has a good record, and does have a wrestling background, but he doesn't take anyone down. He has one submission win in the UFC. I don't have UFC stats pulled up, but I don't know how many takedowns he has. But what I was going to say is I have not talked to Chris. I have no idea if he's wrestling or not. My, I said on the Anakin Florian, he went to Florida to train with Artem Levin, who was a K1 kickboxer. Artem was in Vegas, said, I got to go to Florida. Sean followed him to Florida to train with them, right? And I'm like, oh, Sean's just working with kickboxers. Now I have to shift, shift through a lot of the fat comments on the Anakin Florian YouTube comments about my <laughs> diabetic body and everything, which I'm not diabetic, but I got to sift through a lot of that. And you get some really good comments. And one guy said, listen, I don't want to correct you, big gun. But he actually flew to Florida to work with Johnny Eblen, who just beat um, Gagor Masazi, who's a stud wrestler. He's been wrestling. So don't let that fool you. And then today, he broke it down perfectly at a press conference. He goes, the reason the UFC's given him to me is they want him and Izzy to fight. And they know I'm the guy that's going to come forward and I'm not going to take him down. And he ended his press conference going, but maybe I will wrestle. So he's kind of leaving open and end. I don't think he's going to wrestle. I think he can mix it up. I think he will if he gets caught. He's been put down before. He's not the most. Uh, he doesn't have like a steel cast iron chin. He's been knocked out before by Alessa Dos Santos. But I was at 170 with some crazy shit. Karl and put him down. He's been robbed at uh, 85 at times. But Pereira is just different, man. Like his striking is on another level. I have problems with kickboxers coming over to MMA because their striking is a little different. They're a little too more patient. They set up the shots a little bit more. The rhythm's different. But I think Pereira is special, man. I like him here. I have him as my send him home. He's slime ball candidate number four. Um, you know, he might make the list. He might not make the list. But I like Pereira in this spot. Uh, I love the pick him. And uh, I, I'm going, what is what, is, what is, Evelyn said that on his post. I thank you, Sean Strickland. See, yeah, they, so they work together. So a guy in the comments on YouTube put me in my place and said, buddy, he was working with Evelyn, who's a stud wrestler. Strickland cannot hang with Pereira on the feet. Uh Pereira said he likes to practice in a conic choke. Wouldn't that be nuts? <laughs> Plus, you're going to have much power for Pereira. Yeah, Strickland has no power. That's the thing is Pereira has been knocked out in kickboxing, took some solid shots by Bruno Silva, who's got all knockouts. I don't think Strickland's getting to him. I think the only way Pereira loses this fight, um, obviously that everyone's saying take him down or whatever, but I really think it's going to be cardio. I think if Sean pushes a pace that Pereira can't keep, but man, Pereira's left hook and everything's just so beautiful. And I just... I can't see a world where he loses the striking battle. And also, everyone thinks it's so goddamn easy to take Pereira down. I mean, Sean Strickland hasn't really shown this huge appetite for wrestling. So, I don't, I mean, he's not like he's a D1 All American. So, uh, give me Pereira, slime ball candidate number four. You shook your head at that. Do you want to bet this fight? Oh, yeah. Let's do it, yeah, brother. 40 bucks. Oh, yeah. 40 bucks. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll double sure. yeah. the Ian Gary bet. Fight. 40 bucks. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. We'll like do that. All right, co-main event, Alexander Volkanovsky, minus 195 versus Max Holloway, plus 165. There's not too many times I get too excited for trilogies, right? And I think these guys might even fight a fourth time. They're so evenly matched. I like both guys so much. I think they're one and one. I went back and we watched both their fights a million times. I think Max got the second one. Um, I think he gave up the final two rounds, but I thought he banked the first three. The first one I thought he got... Um, I think he got out clevered. You know what I mean? Could the leg kicks really affect him in the first one? Second fight, he didn't get the spars in COVID. Max really wants this fight. He seems motivated, but Volkanovski, his last two fights, he's been on another level. He's talking how he wants to crack Vulcan or Holloway's chin. He wants to be the first guy to drop him, first guy to knock him out. Um, this is just such an interesting fight. I could talk 17 hours, but since I went too long 
on uh, Pereira there, and I've already broken this down in Ian Florian. My pick is Max Holloway. I think he's going to get a decision win here. I don't think anybody's going to finish anybody. I like Max at the dog number, plus 165. That's why I think it's going to be a fourth fight. Um, and poor Josh Emmett, old Josh Emmett. If Max Holloway wins, he's going to be waiting a little bit longer because he ain't getting Volkanovski because they're going to run that back quick. Uh, but I like Max Holloway here, but I like both guys a lot. I never really thought I would like Volkanovski. He seems like a great guy, but I'm just like, I, I've never really turned the corner on him. But watching him, he has like a cooking show on YouTube or something like that. And then on the Ultimate Fighter and then even just like the vlogs and stuff that embed it. He's a fucking cool dude. Like, I like him a lot. He's confident and he seems like a good guy, a good bloke. Uh, but I like Max here, man. Plus 165. Christian, tell me who you like. I like both of these fighters. I think like most people do. Uh, they are, they're both really likable. They're both really good. Max is like, well, yeah. Can yeah, I go yeah. on one quick little tirade real quick? I guess, dude. Go ahead. Okay, Your show. Quick. I get so sick of people saying, uh, if these fighters fought 100 times at okay. 220 probability, that's a 66% implied total. Math. And I'm Just like, a bunch of math they're like, nerds. They're like, well, and then with that implied total, I'll go to Volkanovski. I'm like, Yo. you've seen two fights, and you're saying that there's a 66% implied probability that this person will win. He's already won twice. Wouldn't your implied probability say there's like a hundred percent chance then that if Holloway's gonna win one out of every three fights, like out of a hundredth time? Your your that. your math geek voice is on point. Don't listen to math geeks because they're nothing gonna get. That's why I failed math in high school. Okay, babe, fuck those dorks. We got some good comments. Uh, Bisming squares up and down. Strickland's good on the ground. Yeah, Bisming and Strickland have trained, and he's good on the ground. Danny Betts pairs left hook is a kiss of death. It's a beauty. Probably the best look of left hook I've ever seen. Roloski round four or five decision was my play. Danny Betts giving out fire bets. And then King Deuce, this guy just with the fucking, the big stamps here. I think Folk puts a finish to the saga with a KO. He is predicting Max Holloway get KO'd. He predicted a, a submission by Sugar Sean O'Malley earlier. King Deuce putting the nuts on the table, making bets. All right, so who do you like in the fight? Good tyrant, by the way. Matt Dorks or Dorks? So uh, tell right, you I've like. Got, I thought Volkanovski won the first two, so I'm gonna. Oh, you did? Out. Okay. I did think. So. Yeah, okay. I, I had a three. Two, I had a three-two in the second one. I can't remember how I scored the first one. That was a long time. The ago. third round was a swing uh, round. Max won the first two easily, dropped them. Third round, you know, was close, and, and then Volkanovski won four and five. But yeah, I mean, I've it's not, such a close fight. Everybody has different opinions. I I did found I found an insane bet just looking through best fight odds. Uh, Volk by decision, but any other result. So anything but Volk by a decision, minus 825 on five dimes. Put your house wow. on that and really? then get, get a down payment on another one. <laughs> <laughs> I just, listen, I just think, man, the judges are human beings. They this, know. This it's going to be a split decision. Yeah, they Smart know that the judges in the first two, we're still talking about the judging. They know that. They're human beings. So they're going to be sitting here, and I think they're going to be like, it's going to be close again. Unless unless Volkanovski ends it, it's going to be close. And they're going to be like, man, you know, were we wrong? I, mean, I think Max might have got I think they're going to give it to Max, dude. I think Max, by decision, is a play here. Right. You're taking Volkanovski. Listen, I, I like I like both guys. It was a tough pick. You're giving me a plus number. Um and uh, I again, I'm really coming around on Volkanovski's greatness. You know, I, the idea of calling him the best 145er in the world was was crazy to me. I thought he wasn't even going to defend the title once, 
And uh, he's really turned the corner on me. He's an elite guy. You watch him fight. He does. He's not the most athletic and flashy guy on the screen, but he does everything right. His footwork, his timing, his, footwork. his oh hard work, his, his will. He really won me over when he was in that tight guillotine by Ortega. And yeah. that's Ortega's. I mean, that's death, right? And uh, he got out of it. And he even said, like, the lights are going out. I'm thinking about my kids. And then I popped out. And the triangle right after that, like, that's some true heart. Like, you're going to have to fucking kill that guy. Um, but I love this fight. I'm, I usually don't love trilogies, right? But I love this fight. And sometimes I, I, I hate rematches. And sometimes so. trilogies fall apart a lot of the times. You rarely see a trilogy where, like, the one guy won the first two. But you look at, like, Tim Sylvia versus Andre Olowski. That third fight stunk. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. You got Junior DeSantos or Cain Velasquez. Like, the, the, those last two, Cain just destroyed them. And then DC, Stipe, that was actually a really good trilogy. But this is uh, this is interesting. All right, main event, Izzy Adesanya, minus 425 versus Jared Cannonier, uh, plus 340. Jared Cannonier does have crystals. For anybody out there that wants to bet crystals, uh, Jared Cannonier does have a – you know, that's basically a PED that he wears crystals from Mother Earth around his neck at all times. Um, I love this fight. You said it's garbage. Tell me why you think it's garbage because I actually like this fight a lot. Izzy's too good. Too it's, good? I, I, it, yeah. I don't think it's going to be close. I think the, the line moving the direction it is is right. Um, I, Izzy's been asking for him for a long time, and Izzy hasn't been asking for anybody. For whatever reason, he wants this fight. Maybe he thinks it'll be more competitive. Yeah. Maybe he likes the dude, but I, at least he's been talking about it for a while. So right. he's looked he's looked like he hasn't wanted to be there, like he doesn't care. He you know, looked more like a coach and a professional Twitter user for the past <laughs> few years. Sure. Other than the 25 minutes he's been in the octagon. So I don't think he's actually going to be there for 25 minutes this time. He's getting it done? I Setting think him he's going to get it done. I, Izzy is in a class of his own at 185. Yeah. I, I'm not going to I'm not going to go too much. Look, Cannoneer's good. He can knock most people out, but yeah, he, I yeah he's gonna get knocked out here. I agree with you. I've been on obviously I'm an Izzy guy. I've been on Izzy the whole time. I hate the line how high it is. I understand it. Uh, Izzy supremely confident. You're right. He's, he went on Rogan years ago and was asking for the fight. So Jared Kennedy is a dark horse in his division. Don't forget about him. I think he just wants some new blood. He's coming off two back to back rematches. This is a new guy he's never fought. He's got a speed advantage. He's got a striking advantage. The only issue that I have is this might look a lot like the Yoel Romero fight, right? Where Cannonier oh, yeah. might land something big. And scare Izzy off. And Izzy's so talented that he can dance around you, kick at your legs, piece you up. And I don't think Cannonier has the wrestling to take Izzy down. Uh, he's a big, strong guy, but he doesn't have the, he's not elite wrestler. His grappling's good, but it's not good. He's heavy on top as well, but I just don't think he's going to get it there. I think Cannonier's going to come up on air a lot of these, and he's going to get his legs kicked up and his head beat up. Um, I like Izzy by finish as well. I think Izzy's going to try to make a statement out there because his last two fights went to a decision. Yeah, I, I uh, a lot of people, not a lot of people, I shouldn't say a lot of people, there are people out there that think Whitaker won the last fight. Um, and obviously, the only person I think he that Marvin Matori won against him was Marvin Matori. Um, <laughs> so that fucking idiot. But uh, you know, he he is he's a finisher, right? He has a lot of finishers on his record, and he wants to go out there and finish him. Ken Near has been finished at two hundred five and heavyweight, never been finished at eighty five. He did get hurt a bunch in in the Robert Whitaker fight. Came back and looked good in that third round. Uh, Ken Near is just jacked to shit at one eighty five. This is his. I'm glad he's getting a title shot. He works hard for it. I just think Izzy's just too much. Yeah, he um, deserves it. Yeah. It's, I'm happy to. I think Izzy's happy not to. Yeah. We're Izzy all has, happy to not see another Yeah. Match. Izzy asking to fight because it's easy is for him. Jared almost got put out of a by Brunson. I think Izzy has a cakewalk. That's true. He got, he got, Ken Near's a big, strong guy, but his chin, he's been buzzed at 85, but he's so in good shape at 85 that he, he can recover. At 205, Dominic Reyes slept him at, 
heavyweight Sean Jordan put him out. Sean Jordan stinks. Um, I know those are two different weight classes, but I think Izzy so precise does have power. Um, I think he gets it done. I, we're, we're on the same page there. I'm excited. I just want to watch Izzy perform. I'm excited. I hope it's an exciting fight because that's my guy. I want people talking about him. All right, we're getting to the locks now, baby. You are the champ. So you get to pick lock first. Uh, what do you want? Mortal lock, send him home, dog. What do you got your eye on? Who do you like? Give it to me. Let's go, CC. I'm going to keep these lines tight because I've, I've been trying to pick lower and lower mortal locks because sure. picking Izzy or even picking like Sean O'Malley, it's, you know, whatever. Sure. Uh, I'm going to go with Jalen Turner here. Wow. Yeah. Wowie, wow. Mortal lock, Jalen Turner. Listen, yeah, that's a controversial nut. Fight. That's a nuts on your table bet because yeah. that is i mean literally i like brad riddell as an underdog there i just again i promise myself i don't break promises myself here's my mortal lock okay i'm gonna yeah. blow your mind a little bit i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking dance around a little bit you're gonna be like what is he doing it's easy it's easy it's gonna be my mortal lock yeah. uh, i mean that's my guy i hate minus 425 and i'll make a deal with you right you know you're we have, have to put 10 units you're gonna put 10 units on him this time oh no he is a slime he is a slime ball candidate um and i i now never put that many units on izzy again because unfortunately, uh, I lost a friendship over it. <laughs> and I was very in my feelings about it. Lost a lot of money, but I lost a friendship as well. Um, I like Izzy as Mortal Lock, and I'll make you a deal. If he loses, two points off. Because minus oh, 425. Like it's just one point. Okay, but I was going to do two points because he's my guy. I'm going yeah, chalky. Okay. No. All right. I don't, I don't I, I want it my hey, third title. I all right. It, you want your title fair and square. All right, here we go. Um, what do I like here next? Blah, 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 blah. Let's go. I'm going to go send him home here. I'm going to go send him home. You know what? I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I'm going to go Ian Gary. Ian Gary's to send him home. I think think he's going to go out there and finish. I think he's going to go out there and finish. And we have a bet on that, too. So, nice little cherry on top. All right. Here we go. Send him home for CC. What do you got, babe? The first African champion. (laughs) He he, he He was him or Pereira I was flirting with. But we have that bet on Gary. I kind of want to go a little uh, a little better there. All right, your dog lock, kid. Give me your dog. How many dogs you got? You don't want many, I don't I, think. I know. I'm just you looking have Story, it now. Story and uh, I'll give you doing? Strickland as a dog if you want. It's a pick them. Yeah, let me check that out. Oh, you got Gabe check. Green, too. You got Gabe Green as let a... Let me check a few other books and see how that line's looking. Yeah. If he's 100, a few other places. No, he's, he's only 100 at two books. Um, all right, Gabe Green it is. So a dog Gabe sent Green? him off with, with money on it. With money on it. That's how we like it. My dog lock's going to be, I can't believe I'm actually going to say this in 2022, but my dog lock's going to be Cowboy Cerrone. I don't have a lot of dogs either. Um, and my yeah. My mom said she wanted to pick Cowboy, and she's like, I'm going to have to listen to the podcast today. And it's like, yeah, yeah I, I mean, anybody's going to like him. I just, you know, Jim Miller's always training. He's always in there. I just, I don't like it at 170. I don't like that he can make 50. I, I, you know, I, let's go. And I want to root for Cowboy. Let's go Cowboy. How about them Cowboys, baby? And here we go. Throw a big rooster pick out there. Throw that big rooster pick out there. Here we go. Jalen Turner, more to lock. Izzy That's wins by faint. Skynet on fire. All right, here we go. Slime ball parlay. And it's extra slimy. Let me get my green money book at right here this is where this is where this is okay this is where the brain's at okay that's where i keep my stuff i'm old school all right slime ball parlay we're eight and eleven on the year which is absolutely fucking pathetic but we're gonna rebound right here sugar sean o'malley first leg right is he the first fight of the night no excuse me dresses to plessis first leg that's first one ian gary second leg 
of the parlay. Christian already hates it. Let's go. Third leg of the parlay, Sugar Sean O'Malley. That gives you plus 260. Now, boys, now, boys, for the extra slime, for the extra goo, for the extra slime time, you add Alex Pereira, which the chat seems to agree with me. You add Alex Pereira in there, you're getting, hold on, sorry, I had it written down. You're getting the slime ball with Pereira in there, plus 588. Six to one slime ball if you want that extra slime. That's like going to McDonald's getting supersized. Has anybody ever turned down a supersized? No. You take the supersized. You take the upgrade. Take the extra slime, baby. It's free. Woo! I love this card. I love this card. I love this fight. Um, again, uh, there's so many good fights on this. I I'm going to be jacked to the fucking tits. I'm going to have a lot of money on this. I lost last week or excuse me. I won last week, but I lost a parlay, but I only placed two bets, but I do have some units to fire out there. I do have some units to fire out there. Um, and I like a lot of people and, and then I'm going to take your money as well. We got 40 on Pereira got 20. That's an extra 60 bucks. I'm going to give it to my wife. Say, Hey, go get the nails done. Do what you <laughs> do. What you girls do. She's going to look at me and goes, it takes 150 to get my nails done. Well, <laughs> get one hand done. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's the show, baby. It's getting late. I'm getting slap happy. I need to get some sleep. Timbo. We love you. We hope everything's love okay, you, baby. And uh, listen, Jan hold on, let me I was gonna I had the date and everything here and then I fucked up because I'm an idiot. So I said this on Twitter. The official date for Wednesday takes is gonna be my Wednesday weekly Wednesday show where I talk about I do I'll get the betting stuff. We'll do it's gonna be a fun show, not just so heavily focused on betting, opinions and everything about the MMA world. That is going to launch on uh July 13th. Only on YouTube. So make sure you subscribe to YouTube. There's going to be a little video trailer coming out sometime this week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Christian, you're the fucking man. Send me that hat so I can wear it. Don't know if it'll fit on my head, but I need that hat. Brother, as right. always, thank you so much for uh, for hopping on with me. Your picks are great as always, and let's win some people money, babe, right? It's fun as always. Thank you. You're my guy. I'll see you, babe. And that is how you do a motherfucking podcast. Uh, thank you for Christian Timbo. If you're listening to this, I hope everything's all right. I'm sure it is. Um, you're the man. We missed you. Um, and uh, it, it, again, if you guys want Timbo picks, he's on fire. He's a sharp temptations 10 on Twitter. We'll get him to tweet him out. Uh, I can't wait for US 276. I think this card is an absolute fucking banger. Again, I'm going to have like a lot of plays. I think just because two bets last week, I'm not a two bet guy. I'm a 20 bet guy. Paint the board, baby. All right. Go subscribe to uh, the YouTube channel, uh, MMA Takes Podcast on YouTube, and me on Twitter at Brian Peter MMA. That is it. Perfect week for Brian Petrie yet again. Motherfuckers. Let's make some picks with our man Brian Petrie.